Hey, oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I hit my hand. Um, I lost my train of thought. Hey, y'all, it's Adriana. <laughs> it's Adriana. And it's Desiree. And, and we we're are at the, the Girl, Girl Boss, Boss Hour. Hour. Today's episode is about fear of failure. How often do you have that fear? What's your why? Why did you start? And why do you continue? Okay, so one, I just want to say I always have the fear of failure. It's like when I start these businesses, I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, I try to surround myself with positive motivation and quotes and everything, but, like, sometimes it's still lurking, like, okay, you're not where you want to be at. Like, what if you don't, like, what if you don't make it? Or what if you're never going to get to the place you want to be at? And I usually have to, like, shut my brain up during that moment. But, yeah, the fear of, the fear of failure, that's always something that's kind of, like, lurking. But I feel like just shifting the focus to something more positive does help. I used to think it was, like, fake or weird people did that, like, the affirmation thing. Like, I never saw, like, the benefit to it before until I started a business. So now I'm, like, always surrounding myself, like, wiping my face with them. But, <laughs> but, seriously, but seriously, the fear of fa- – Lord Jesus, I can't talk today. All right, the fear of failure. I feel as though it's always, like, lurking in the back of our minds, but we just need to find, like, the mind- mindset. Like, we need to change our mindset to something more positive or that we can do it just to keep pushing forward. Yeah, I definitely feel like failure will always be something that's in the back of anybody's mind when you're doing something different, when you're doing something new, when you're doing something that's unfamiliar. You're going to always have that fear of what if this doesn't work? Mm-hmm. What if what if you know I'm just wasting money? What if I'm just wasting time? I definitely had that fear um, when I decided to become a full-time entrepreneur. The biggest fear for me was, am I going to be able to take care of my children? Am mm-hmm. I going to be able to pay my bills? Like, this is some scary shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, for me, I definitely had to let my drive for wanting to be able to take care of my business be bigger than my fear. Um, and that's what has gotten me through so far. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll see what happens in the <laughs> next six months. <laughs> what you're adding on like she's adding on so many new like services i'm excited for so i think it's gonna be awesome i'm hoping so um and that's kind of the reason why i felt like i needed to add on um i had five businesses i don't know if you guys follow me on facebook or any of my social media but i was talking about how january for me you know we all set goals for 2020 yeah um i set goals for 2020 and for each month in 2020 yeah um so my goal for january was to kind of observe all five of my businesses, figure out, like, okay, is this working for me? Am I going to continue? So I had five businesses. I now have four. I dissolved one of them because I found that in my observance during the month of January, I um, didn't really make a whole lot of money with that business. It was and for me to make the money that I needed to make so that it could be a lucrative business, I didn't really have the time to put into that yeah. because I was spending so much time with the other things that I had going on, which was more lucrative than what yeah. that one was. So I decided to dissolve it, <coughs> and it didn't really bother me having to dissolve it because it was still a very fresh and still a very new business um, with the Tilda Boutique. So it was kind of like, uh, you yeah. know, I'm spending more money trying to get inventory in, and it's not really selling like I had hoped. Yeah. Um, and it had only been a couple of months, and I'm like, you know what? I'm doing more with my business services business. I'm making more with the girls. Yeah. Like, let me just focus on that. And just kind of trying to be more organized with what I already have than putting other things on my plate. And then I feel like once I get 
once the other businesses that I have are at a point to where they can practically run themselves, mm -hmm. then I can add something else onto my plate because I definitely am trying to be a multi-business owner. Like, I have so many ideas yeah. in my head and so many things that I want to do. And the crazy thing is none of them relate to the other one. <laughs> like, they're all, like, different businesses. Like, so it's like, you know, I'm thinking about opening up a daycare center, like, all of that. It's just like, I yeah. <laughs> like, girl, if you do that, holler at me through the mom moguls because <laughs> I'll be it's you. It's <laughs> like, I have so much, you know, going on in my head, but I want to make sure that the things that I already have going on doesn't fall by the wayside. So it is a lot of, oh, my God, what if this doesn't work? And you're just putting money into this, and it's, and it's never going to be lucrative. You really got to force yourself to make your drive yep. bigger than your fear. And, you know, I believe in God. You know, I'm not telling anybody else to or not to. But, you know, in, in church and growing up and reading the Bible and stuff like that, it definitely tells us that God does not give us the spirit of fear. So I feel like if I'm God's child and yeah. if I believe in him and follow him and I'm having him to work through me, what is there to fear? Like, there should not be, but at the end of the day, we're human. Yeah. So we're going to fear. We're going to have that. But I definitely make my faith bigger than my fear. Um, and it's just, it's been working for me. Like, you got, like, I really think fear is a, is a trick of the mind. Like, it's yeah. a mind thing. Like, you definitely have to psych yourself out to, like, this is going to work. Or mm -hmm. this is going to happen the way that I'm expecting it to happen. Like, I was on the phone this morning at 530 this morning with one of my friends. And I was telling her <coughs> a situation that I was dealing with on, on last week. Like, literally, today was the deadline that I had to get these stuff taken care of. Yeah. And literally, yesterday, it all got taken care of. And all last week, I'm stressing, like, how the hell am I going to get this done yeah. by this date? And I, I, I can't figure this out. And, like, I was stressing. But it wasn't until I was like, all right, Lord, listen, I'm tired. I need to get some sleep tonight. Like, I'm not stressing about this no more. Like, I'm giving it to you. Like, you figure it out because that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> and he literally, like in a day like just like that. And I was on the phone with my friend this morning. I was telling her, I'm like, girl, like, let me tell you how, what happened, how it happened. Like, this is so crazy because sometimes it's mind-blowing when yeah. we in our minds have something like, okay, this shit ain't going to work. <laughs> and then it actually works out. It's like, wow, yeah. that works. <laughs> it's like, let me go tell everybody yeah, about yeah. it. <laughs> and it kind of gives you that feeling of, oh, my gosh, I want the world to know, which, of course, I'm not going to tell the world that. Yeah. They're going to be like, girl, you silly as hell. But. <laughs> It's just, you know, your, your faith definitely has to be bigger than your fears. Mm -hmm. That's the only way I feel like we'll have the drive to do anything. Because if we allow fear to, to overtake us, mm -hmm. we're going to be like, all right, I'm going to fail at that anyway. So it, it's no yeah. need to even try. Like, I'm not even going to try. Whereas if you at least had put in a little bit of effort, you would have seen that it would have worked. Yeah, exactly. It's like shape your mindset to, like, think differently. Mm -hmm. That's really, it's hard, though. It is hard. hard. A glass of wine normally helps me. <laughs> <laughs> a glass of wine definitely helps me get my mind together. Yeah, clear the air. It's like, <laughs> all right, I'm calm. I can do this. Yeah. So, but definitely, um, and really oft how often I, I fear things, it's every day. Every day I wake up like, am I going to get any clients today? Is anybody going to need my services? Is anybody going to buy lemonade? Is anybody going to come yeah. get their lashes done? Like, it's definitely a daily thing, but then, again, you know, you wake up, you say your prayers, and you be like, all right, Lord, let's get this day, let's shake this, like, let's, you know, mm -hmm. let's get it done. Um, <coughs> I think on top of that, on top of being able to overcome your fear, you have to constantly remind yourself why you're even doing this in the first place. And yeah. that brings up the next question, what's our why? What is your why for doing what you do? 
sorry. I was oh, no, you're good. You're good. I was like, that is a good question. I would say one. I would say probably my kids play a part in it, but, like, for me, it's just, like, showing that I can actually do something because I had, like, I was very pessimistic about stuff. <laughs> so, like, for me to be doing this and actually, like, be thriving, sounds like yeah. some miracle. Especially with mom <laughs> was like, Lord Jesus. Like, I'm surprised I'm still, <laughs> still kicking it with still that one. But, yeah, but just, just, the, just knowing that I'm able to create something and, like, it benefits other people while I'm doing it. That's yeah. I would say that's like my huge why, like just being able to create and yeah, flourish. Yeah. For me, I have a couple of whys. Definitely my children. Mm-hmm. I'm not only trying to show them that you know because I never went to college. My one of the things that I always wanted to do was go to college, but of course I was a teen mom. You know, I had my oldest daughter when I was in the twelfth grade. I had dropped out of high school in eleventh grade. When I found out I was pregnant with her, I went back to school, graduated. And, like, all of my friends were going off to college. And I used to be so jealous because not mm-hmm. only did I, after high school, I gr- so I graduated high school in May. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, not May, June. I had my baby in May. I graduated high school in June, and I got married in September. Hey. <laughs> so that year was kind of full of so many changes and yeah. so many different things was going on. And I was like, dang, I want to go to college. All of my friends are off at school. Mm-hmm. And when my friends would come home, like, on their college breaks, They'd always come and visit me to see the baby, yeah. Um, and they would always be talking about, girl, like this is what's going on in school, and we go to this frat party, and we do this, and we do that, and mm-hmm. I've met so many new friends, and my roommate this, and this, and this, and that, and oh, so many cute guys in school, and this, and I used to be so jealous. Like, damn it, man, I want to <laughs> do that. But definitely, after I, you know, we always were told that college was something you had to do if you yeah. wanted to be successful. Um, that's what my parents always told us. That's what. That's just how we grew up. But it wasn't until I became into my own adulthood and actually grew up and was like, wait a minute, I don't have to go to college to do that. Yeah. Like, I can still be successful and be my own boss and do this myself. So kind of wanting to, my why is one, I want to show my three daughters that, yes, college is a great thing, mm-hmm. but if you don't go to college, you can still be successful. Exactly. Like, yeah. you can have your own business, you can do your own thing, you can come up with your own ideas, and you can still be successful, and you won't have student loan debt over your head. Please save mommy from the student loan. Yes, that's <laughs> that's another um, thing. My oldest daughter wants to go to Spelman. That has been a dream of hers. She started talking about Spelman in like the seventh grade. And I'm like, what the heck do you know about Spelman? <laughs> and she even like her eighth grade, her uh, seventh and eighth grade years, because she's in eighth grade now, she drew, she likes to draw too, she drew the Spelman school crest on her notebook. So like she is like yeah, she is dedicated. Dead. Like yeah. she's like, I want to go to Spelman. And I'm like, well, what other co- what other options? Like, what if you don't get into Spelman? What are your other options? She's like, I'm going to Spelman. So I'm <laughs> like, okay, um, okay, sister girl. And so when we went to Atlanta a couple of weeks ago, um, we drove by the campus, and she got out, and I let her take a picture in front yeah. of the um, sign in front of the campus, and she was like, I mean, grinning from ear to ear. Aww, and just to see that, it's like, okay, you definitely want to go to college. Like, yeah. that's cool. And then when I asked my 12 year old, like want to do she's like i don't know you know so she's still kind of undecided and i try to always tell her like you know college is good but if you don't want to go to college think of a business idea that or a business that you would want to start or something like that um so that you can utilize your your funds of course i have funds set aside i have accounts set aside for my kids college funds but i told her you don't have to use that money to go to college like if you want to use that money when you graduate to open up a business or you know whatever you utilize it for what you want to utilize it for something 
to help you, of course. Yeah. Don't just go blow it on some clothes and shoes and yeah. snacks. My 12-year-old loves snacks. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely trying to show them that, you know, college isn't the only way. Yeah. Um, and then my other why would be to prove it to myself. To prove to myself that I can do this. Yeah. Because I was one of those, you know, black sheeps of the family that was always, you know, told by my aunts or my cousins, especially after I became a teen mom, like, oh, you're never going to be anything Mm -hmm. or you're never going to be able to get to my level. You know, I had family members actually tell me that. Yeah. And so I think and I and at some point, yeah, we say that sticks and stones may break our bones, but words will never hurt us. Words actually hurt us. And those words actually hurt me. So when I healed from that and when I got over that, I actually started trying to prove to myself because I started to believe them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, shit, they're right. My life isn't going right because I became a teen mom and nothing is going right. But it's really all in your mindset. And I once I changed my mindset, like, wait a minute, pump the brakes. Like, okay, this is not about to be my life. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and so when I started changing my mindset and I started changing, I'm like, first, I have to prove to myself that I can be successful and that I'm going to do this. And then I'll prove it to everybody else. But right now it's about me. I need to make myself believe that I'm successful, that I'm important, that I'm going to thrive at this. Now those same family members are calling like, hey, can you help me with such and such? Yeah, sure. Here's my packages. Pick one. Yeah, pay no. me. And then <laughs> <laughs> we move on from there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, definitely um, my why would be my children, of course, mm-hmm. and to prove to myself. I like that. That, you know, that this is something I can do. So I love that. Like, <laughs> that college thing, too, that's another thing. I'm just like, yeah. you know what? Went through all that, because I didn't go to college and got my degree, but it's like, I went through all that, and it's like, I'm not even using it. And then when I first came back to, like, the Charleston area, because, well, back up, my, well, we left for a little bit. My husband was in the Army, so then when we came back to Charleston, I was like, I wanted to use my degree and find, like, a job or something. Of course, first of all, Charleston pays so Terrible. It's expensive. Horrible with the pay. Like, I have a girlfriend that lives yeah. out in California, and we pretty much are in the same career, and she makes, like, freaking quadruple what I would make. Entry level at that. Yeah. And I'm just like, Charleston, I need y'all to catch up. I know. Like, y'all need to get it together. Like, you're, like really? It's like, yeah, oh, you got a degree? Oh, $12 an hour. Like, ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and the cost of living is dang near that. I know, like, well, how am I supposed to get, like, y'all can get another job? Like, um, no, so, it's like, got my degree, it's like, but I'm not using it, like, start two businesses that are going pretty well right now, and it's just, yeah. that's why I was like, another thing, I just want to kind of, like, co-sign, like, if you feel like you have to have a college degree to start a business, you do not. You do not. But, yeah. <laughs> you need a good drive, and. And I think that's also why we have such an influx of business owners now. Yeah. Because everybody is feeling like, me working is just not enough, you yeah. know? Groceries are high. Like, I remember freaking milk is almost freaking $6 yeah. a, a, a gallon. Like, what, what's going on here? I know. I was like, Lita, y'all want them to pay me $12 an hour. <laughs> right. And milk is half that. I know. <laughs> I have to work uh, an hour just to get a gallon. Just to I know. <laughs> but y'all tripping. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, I feel like the influx of business owners have come from people just not being able to make ends meet mm-hmm. and just not, you know, it's just not enough. Working yeah. for, for another corporation or working for someone else full time is just not enough. And I love it. I love when I get on my timeline and I see people. And, like, there's this one lady on my timeline where Facebook friends, I don't know her personally. I can't even remember her name right now. But 
I know something happened. I can't remember the story, but something happened where she had to quit her job. You know, her story is similar to mine. And she now makes um, wreaths. She makes all different kinds of wreaths, like your door wreaths. Um, she's got, like, some ones with, like, buttons on it. She's got just very creative, yeah. like, you know, black history type wreaths, Christmas wreaths, Valentine wreaths, like, anything. And she's making money selling wreaths. It's like, girl, do what you got to do yeah. to pay your bills. And, like, I, I have a lot of people that I follow on Facebook who are treat makers. You know, they make, like, the cake pops, oh the Rice Krispie treats, cake, strawberries. Um, I have a few business owners on my page who make clothes. There's some women on there who does clothing. Um, I'm trying to think of all the business owners on my page. Um, a lot of people in real estate. There's a lot of people um, that I follow that's in real estate. Um, one young lady of small details. Actually, she's one of my clients, Miss Sakira Fial. She'll actually be my girl boss. Shout out to her. Um, <laughs> but she does um, wedding decor. She doesn't do, like, the planning and stuff, but she does some beautiful decorations. Um, so it's like everybody is out here being super creative, um, showcasing these talents that you would have never known that they had, yeah. and just kind of making it do what it do, because working a nine to five just ain't enough these days. Like it's just not. It really isn't. And the government don't be trying to help nobody with that three something hundred dollars for that. I know. I'm like, <laughs> damn. Like y'all see South Carolina how they try to pay us and exactly. everything. Like y'all know dang well y'all can afford it, <laughs> and we can't even get no type of assistance because they're like, oh well, you get paid, but yeah, it ain't enough. I know. I'm starving. I'm still hungry over here. So, um, so yeah, I definitely, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, so why did you start? What was your reason for starting? Well, honestly, I got started because of course, like I said, I was looking for a job. Mm -hmm. I had like a job lined up. I ended up getting pregnant, (laughs) my second son. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, we're not about to put him in daycare. Like, first of all, daycare is expensive here too. So I was like, we already knew, like I was going to stay at home. But I was like, man. Shit, I need to make money somehow because, like, he's trying. Like at the time, like the job he had was not paying enough. So we were living on like a dang on twenty dollar food budget and everything. (laughs) Like the struggle is real. Okay. So yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna try and figure out do something. And um, the virtual assistant came out like Megan. Oh, actually. All right. <laughs> See, Megan that does I Am Voices, I was volunteering with her at the time, like, the organization. Mm-hmm. And she was like, girl, like, go start a business. Like, you already do all this stuff for me. Like, make it to a business. Right. I was like, okay, cool. So she, like, kind of helped, like, guided me. Like, okay, get, you need a website. You need to do this. And then, like, that's how my virtual assistant business was born. And honestly, it picked up pretty well. I was like, I guess I went it at a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, I started off making, like, took about two weeks for me to get my first client, and, like, this kept building up from there, and I started, like, making about a grand each month, a little bit more, something like that, and then had my son, and it kind of went downhill from there because I wasn't working as much, but overall, like, that was my, like, why for starting because it's just, like, we were struggling. I wanted to kind of help bring in some kind of money, and, yeah, this was, honestly, it was, like, about the summertime, too, and it was, like, I wanted to do stuff with my son, and. Yeah, so it's like just pretty much we needed extra money. Like the same reason, like the why, like the nine to five wasn't enough. That was yeah. the predicament there. Yeah. Well, um, my why, I don't know. Again, like I said, I don't know how many people follow me on social media, but you can. Um, I did a live video, uh, I think it was like last month in January, or maybe it was December. I did a live video talking about why I had to quit my, well, I didn't quit, I got fired. Yeah. <laughs> but why I was fired from my corporate jobs um, due to my 
two-year-old having sickle cell, and a lot of times um, people don't really understand what sickle cell is and the effects that it has. But it definitely affects the entire family, not just the patient that has it, <coughs> because, like, everything changes. Um, and because there's no definite cure for sickle cell as of yet, they do, they're testing a lot of things and doing a lot of things to try to find a cure, but there is no definite cure. So basically, once you have it, you're dealing with it yeah. for the rest of your life. And um, basically, me, <coughs> excuse me, me having to be out with my child and, you know, take her to doctor's appointments and different things like that, um, my job felt like I was not a, a good asset for them because I was always out. Had fun. Okay. Got fired. Um, and I was like, you know what? I don't. I sat home one day. Um, I had filed for unemployment and they had denied my unemployment. So then I was like, you know what? Um, I don't need them. I don't need their unemployment money. I don't need their regular, you know, paycheck money. I'm going to figure this out on my own. And that was pretty much um, why I'm pushing so hard now um, because I don't ever want to go on a job and be made to feel like I have to choose between my job and yeah. my family, my child. Um, that's something I, I, like, that was a, a hurtful feeling. Yeah. And it was a, like, damn, like, y'all don't get it, <laughs> you know, type yeah. of thing. So I never wanted to be made to feel like that again. So that's why I was like, you know what? I'm going to push this business. I'm going to revamp it. I'm going to do what I need to do because <coughs> I need to make money. I have three children. I'm a single mom. I have got to take care of these kids. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm pretty much all they've got. And on top of that, like, we like to eat out. I don't cook. <laughs> so, you know, you can't eat out I for free. I should add that in, too. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I needed to do something to where my lifestyle wasn't going to have to change a whole lot, mm -hmm. but where I could also be able to take care of my kids um, and not have to feel like, oh, I can't call out today. Even though my baby is sick, I can't call out because I got to go to work or they go, you know, I didn't want that feeling. Yeah. Um, so pretty much that was the reason why I started. And that's also why I continue. I continue because I got three kids I got to take yeah. care of. And I don't want to have to be forced to go on anybody's job that's not going to understand my predicament with my two-year-old. Um, and she's only two years old. So we've got the rest of her life to deal yeah, with. Yeah, exactly. find a cure. So, I mean... That's that. That's just the the gist of it. That's mm -hmm. the basics. Um, I I can't stress enough how important it is for companies to make you feel like, hey, we get it, we understand. Because even in the interview, I would tell them, I have a two year old who has sickle cell. This is what it entails. I will have to be out these days. She goes to MUSC regularly every couple of weeks to get her sickle cell checkup. Like I told them all of this. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, yeah, sure, we'll work with you. But then when the time came for it for them to actually yeah. work with me, they didn't work with me. <coughs> so, um, you know, I just don't want to, <coughs> I don't want to have to choose. Yeah. And that's, that's why I started and that's why I continue because I don't want to have to choose. <laughs> I was like, I get it. It was like as simple as that. Yeah. Crazy as men even, like, did that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, hey, yeah. people themselves don't know. They can do whatever. <laughs> no, that's another <laughs> that's another topic for another day <laughs> yeah yeah might be one of our um, upcoming shows yeah. <laughs> but um i don't have any events coming up what about you uh nothing like really worth <laughs> talking about just yet yeah um let me see joe do i know anyone else that's having any events coming up i might be able to uh, pull something up on one of the next shows um, definitely, if you guys have any events that you want us to um, discuss on the show or to let the, the listeners know about, definitely send us an email and let us know what that event is so that we can put it out there for you guys.
my girl boss shout out for today is going to be again, like I said, Miss Sakira Fial. She is the owner of small. <coughs> excuse me, what is going on here? <laughs> she is the owner of Small Details, and you can find her on Facebook under Small Details. Um, and like I said, she does wedding decor or party decor. I would I wouldn't um filter it to just weddings. She does decor for different events, and she is a Amazing. She does these beautiful floral arrangements. Um, she got really excited when we spoke, and she told me about this new product that she's launching. Um, and it's the acrylic. Um, she can do acrylic, like, name tags and different things like that for your event. Mm. So definitely, if you have a wedding coming up, birthday party, baby shower, um, anything like that, definitely look her up on Small Details on Facebook, or you can send her an email at makeitunforgettable at gmail.com. Her contact number on here is also 843-974-7699. But again, she's amazing. Um, she has a really wonderful spirit, and she is so, so, so talented. Um, definitely look her up. Okay, and my shout-out, of course, goes to Megan of I Am Voices. Um, pretty much, if you haven't heard of it yet, um, what we did during the organization was pretty much work with the Tri-County area to help survivors of sexual abuse and rape. So she played like a role, a huge role in me getting started with my business. So she deserves a shout out. So be sure to follow her on Facebook and Instagram at I Am Voices. All right, that's all the time that we have for today. We hope you guys learned something today on the Girl Boss Hour. I know we giggle and chat a lot and kind of, <laughs> but we're just like goofy. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> but we're definitely serious about our business. So we hope that you guys are enjoying the show. Please make sure that you give us your feedback. We would love to hear what you think about all of our episodes so far. Um, we now have an app that you can download. Yeah. You can download the Exquisite app. Radio app and you can listen to the Girl Boss Hour every Wednesday and Saturday. Mm -hmm. Or you can go online at www.exquisiteradio.com yeah. <laughs> like, I'm glad you brought that up. I sure forgot. <laughs> So, and guys, you can also follow us on our social media pages. Mm -hmm. You can follow me on Instagram at Desiree underscore the author. And you can follow me on Facebook at author Desiree P. Middleton. And then for me on Facebook, you can follow me at Avis LLC, A-V-A-S. You'll see like the little cartoonish logo. With the <laughs> so that's me. And Instagram, it's, I'm, my username is it's Adriana R. So it's. I-T-S-A-D-R-I-A-N-A-R. All right, guys. Well, you all have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you next week on the, the Girl, Girl Boss, Boss Hour. Hour. <laughs> Woo! We're getting it. <laughs>